Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Shoulder Charge. On the show today, the Super League relegation battle hots up, just who will be playing Championship Rugby next year? Also, are Wigan finally now turning the corner? And is this the most competitive Super League ever? All that and much, much more on Shoulder Charge. So, let's get into the competitiveness of the league. At the bottom, we've got Leeds, Hull KR and London all on 12 points. And then also we've got Salford, Wigan and Wakefield who were just one win off a playoff place. With the way the league is, they could so easily fall back into the relegation fight. Currently, Hull FC are now third. And it were only a few weeks ago when we were talking about their huge inconsistencies and they were going from magnificent to awful game after game. But they've been able to put a few wins together and they're now battling it out at the top of the table. It's been great for the neutral. If you look at the Premier League, you know who's going to be top four. You're going to have your Man Cities, you're going to have Man United, you're going to have Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal. It's predictable. You know who's going to finish bottom. But with Super League, that's certainly not the case. And I've seen on Twitter and various sites people asking, you know, whether Super League is lacking in quality. This is why we got such a competitive league. But I think rather than asking whether it means there's a lack of quality or not, I think we should just own it and shout about the fact that we've got a competitive league and anybody can beat anybody. We saw it with Saints and London, Hull KR and Warrington. Whether you're bottom or you're top, you're not invincible and you can be beaten if you're not flying on all cylinders. And certainly with the loss for Saints against London, you know, anyone can win that grand final. If Saints are not performing on the day, they can be beaten. We've seen it. And that result last week, Hull KR beating Warrington, I didn't see that coming. But that's the nature of the league at the moment. And what were Warrington playing at, really? Because the rested players like Daryl Clark and Joe Philbin, why on earth did they do that? They saw what happened last week. They saw London beating Saints. And Saints rested a few players as well. And it would have been a fantastic chance for Warrington to pile on some more pressure just after Saints had lost the week before and to really make a claim that we can challenge Saints at the top. But then they rested players. I accept that Super League is a challenging competition and Rugby League itself is a very demanding sport. But there's not a lot of fixtures coming up. You know, they play one fixture a week and they're resting players at a time when they need to be flying on all cylinders and keeping up the fight to topple St. Helens at the top. But they decided to rest players and whole KR, have a, they've got a new coach. You know, the whole KR players will be busting a gut to impress that new man to say, I want to be in this team. Maybe they didn't get a chance under Tim Sheens. Well, now's their opportunity. There's a new coach, new ideas. It was an accident waiting to happen for Warrington, especially when they decided to rest those players. But even if they didn't rest any players, Warrington know, they've seen week after week, that any team is dangerous on the day, but they must have got complacent. But full credit to Hull KR, they took full advantage. And that brings me on to London. They continued to stun everybody. They beat Catalans and that went all fluke. And that makes tonight's clash with Hull KR and London even more exciting. 
So many, including me, have written London off. Some even said they won't win a game. Oh yeah, but now, after those two wins, they're making huge steps towards being a Super League team next year. And let's not forget, many of London's players last year were playing in the Championship. They've not got much Super League experience, but they're certainly not showing it. And this, to me, proves the strength of the Championship. Because we saw earlier in the season, Bradford beat Leeds in the Challenge Cup. And also, Halifax beat London. Would it perhaps be wrong to suggest expanding Super League? Because we've seen so, some of these sides at the top of the table in the Championship can certainly give some of these Super League sides a run for the money. But perhaps that's another argument for another day. Moving on to the top of the table... We saw just a couple of weeks ago when London beat Saints. You know, when it gets to the final stages, when when it gets to the playoffs, St. Helens are not going to just easily win this grand final. Because when that pressure's on, when they have to deliver, you know, Saints can be beaten. Anybody can win that grand final this year. And I think that makes for an exciting season and we should be shouting about it. And we've also got Castleford who, at the moment, can't seem to string a few wins together. And they're in real danger of falling out of the top five. But they'll be optimistic that those below them are equally as inconsistent. You know, we've got Salford, who were just below them. And they'll be hoping to kick on after the win against Wakefield. But before that, they lost four on the bounce in all competitions. And to me, it seems mad that a team who's lost three Super League games in a row is on the verge of a playoff place. But that's the nature of the competition at the moment. Also, Wakefield are level on points with Salford and they'll be worried as well. In the last three games, including one in the Challenge Cup, they've only scored 30 points and I'm afraid that's not enough to be winning games. They've not picked up a winning Super League since the 3rd of May. That's over a month ago. So, you know, this upcoming fixture, it'll be another defeat for them if they don't book their ideas up. And Warrington will be making sure they don't lose to an underdog again. And that brings me on to Wigan. They're also one win off the playoffs. But it certainly didn't look like it last week against Leeds. Yeah, they won, but it were a very poor game. And it came down to who made the least mistakes. For Wigan, it's now two wins on the bounce. But it doesn't look a side that's gone unbeaten and is ready to kick on and move up the table. The wins have hardly been convincing. And Adrian Lamb is saying the table will take care of itself and he's not concerned about Wigan's league position at the moment. But I would be if I were him. In that interview, he sounded quite complacent to me. Wigan certainly can't afford to rest on their laurels, especially given everything I've said about the competitiveness of the league. And to me, his comments seem as if he is expecting to finish higher in the league. But I've not seen anything on the field to prove they're better than anybody above them. And it doesn't seem to me that Adrian Lamb is acknowledging the problems that Wigan have got at the moment. Let's not forget, this is largely the same squad that won the grand final last year, minus a couple of players. And you can debate whether they've replaced them properly. But this is a side that should be challenging at the top of Super League, and they're not at the moment. And I'm looking at the other sides, such as Hull, Wakefield and Huddersfield. They're all sides who have gone through good and bad spells this year. But Wigan haven't had that. They've stuck relatively low down in the league. And at the moment, I don't think they're showing enough signs of kicking on. People have been saying for weeks, months even, that, oh, don't worry, Wigan will kick on. But so far, they haven't. We're 18 games in now, and they're still in the bottom half of the division. I don't think they've won more than two games in a row this year. And also this year, they've conceded on average just over seven more points every game. 
And they've also not scored enough this year either. And it begs the question, is the attitude right? We've seen the club has been marred with drugs and drink driving offences over the past few months. Has that properly been dealt with at the club? Who knows? But it's certainly not helping them on the field. And if they're to make the playoffs, they've got to start winning soon. You know, they've already lost three more games than they did in all of last year. Saying that, they've now got a fantastic opportunity with the next two games coming against Salford and Huddersfield. They're two sides who have suffered from poor form in recent weeks. But I don't think Adrian Lamb can take things for granted and say the table will sort itself out because the threat is real. Huddersfield and Salford will be just as eager to get back to winning ways. And if they don't get anything from the next few games, there's serious doubts over whether they can reach the playoffs. And surely then, there would also be serious doubts over Adrian Lamb. So, moving on. After wins for London and Hull KR, who will be bottom come the end of the season? Hull KR, after that win against Warrington, they'll feel they've got what it takes to stay up, especially with the new coach Tony Smith. But then London have shocked everybody with back-to-back wins against sides that are flying high in Super League, St Helens and Catalan. And the match tonight will be a real indicator. I think if Hull win, London will still be the favourites to go down. But they're certainly putting the cat amongst the pigeons at the moment. And they're winning at a time when they were just about to be cut adrift. And now they're right back in it. They're level with Leeds and Hull. And looking at the next few fixtures... Leeds may fall further to the drop zone. They've got St. Helens and then Catalan Dragons. And if they're to win either of those, they've got to show something that they've so far failed to do this year. London's next two games are winnable, and what a set of results that'd be if they could muster up another two wins. One thing in London's favour is they've not been beaten comprehensively when they've lost, whereas Hull KR, they've conceded 50 plus points in certain games. You know, the one against Warrington and Hull FC. And after London, they've got the Hull Derby, who they've already lost 56-12 against. So that won't be an easy fixture. And just above the bottom place, Huddersfield, two points ahead of the rest. They've lost their last two, but I would expect them to recapture the form. They've been quite unlucky in recent weeks. You know, they lost to Saints. That's not an easy game. They're not expected to win that one. And before that, they cruelly lost out on Golden Point to Castleford. Before that, they put 55 past Hull FC and they beat Hull KR. And their next few fixtures are against teams in similar positions. So I reckon they'll be higher in the table come the next few rounds. The one team in real danger is Leeds. Because if they don't get anything from the next two games, Leeds Rhinos, grand final winners just two years ago, and one of Super League's most successful sides could be rock bottom. And on that note, that's all for Shoulder Charge this week. Please remember to like, share and subscribe to the podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Smith. that's Casey with a K. And I'll be back next week with an action-packed edition of Shoulder Charge.